0: Good evening and welcome to the sixth podcast of Tableboard Meetings with Jesus. Uh, We're still in the Back to Basics. Uh, This is the fifth in the eight-part series of Back to Basics. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about Jesus Christ and who Jesus really is. And so many times I think we kind of take for granted who Jesus is, but uh, I hope you can get a little... uh, a little more out of who he truly is, out of this lesson, but we're going to be looking at some things about uh, about Jesus and um. So Matthew 22, 42 asks, "What well, think you of Christ?" And um, makes you think, "Who is Jesus Christ?" And you know, a lot of times the the very name. Jesus Christ stirs up lots of emotions for people. As well as much talk concerning what people believe of Jesus Christ. You know, try bringing this discussion up at the next time you are at a firehouse and you're sure to be part of a lively conversation. Some say he was a good man, others a good teacher, and some say he was a prophet. The Bible is a Christ centered book. And as such, has a lot of a lot to teach us about life and the ministry of Jesus. From the very creation of the world, all people share this idea that uh, here's her purpose in life and their eternal destiny. Was Jesus a mere man? Or was he truly the son of God who paid the ransom for our soul? So what do you think about Christ? Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. I'd like to read to you out of uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 22, We'll look at about five or six verses, uh, starting with a 40, verse 41. The Bible says, Matthew 22, f- starting with 41. Now, while the Pharisees were gathering together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How is it then that David in the Spirit calls him Lord saying the Lord said to my lord said at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet if then David calls him Lord how is he his son and no one was able to answer him a word nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions and I want to read you out a, a little bit out of uh, John also, the gospel of John, uh, chapter 14, I'm going to read the first few verses in John chapter 14, uh, starting with the first verse, it says, let not your heart be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms, if it were not so, would I have told you that? I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. And then Thomas said to him, said, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way. And the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me if you had known me you would have known my father also for now from now on you do know him and have seen him and then philip said to him lord show us the father and it is enough for us jesus said to him have i been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can, how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that? I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of the works themselves. Verse 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the work that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. So we see a little bit about what who Jesus really is in those few verses of Scripture. And there's a lot of places that you can research and you can look for yourself. But um, just those few little, few verses of Scripture we read there tells a little bit about who Jesus is. So what are the names of Christ? The names of Jesus Christ include, but are not limited to, Adam, Almighty, Amen, Beloved, Christ, Friend of Sinners, God, High Priest, Holy One of God, Lamb of God, Prophet, Son of Man, and Wonderful. So we know we're learning a little bit about who Jesus Christ is. And as we continue on this, this study, I want to talk a little bit about the Trinity. And you may ask, well, what is the Trinity? Well, we're getting ready. I'm going to dive in and we're going to look at it a little bit. You know, that, but we see here that, that Jesus possesses all of the divine attributes of God. This is why Jesus was able to say to Philip when he asked to see the father. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? You know, to deny Jesus Christ's deity is to say that Jesus Christ is nothing more than an ordinary man. And thus his redemptive work at Calvary is made of no value. If this is correct, then why do we even go to church? That It would be in vain to even go to church. But we know that Jesus is one with God. And that's what the Trinity is. That's that's the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we know that they're all one. It's hard to explain. It's hard to to wrap your mind around sometimes. How can one, three be one, or one be three? But they are. They're in one accord. They're one person. But that's what the Trinity is. So why did Jesus come? Why did he come to earth? You know, think about, basically, Jesus came to earth to die. That was his main purpose of coming to earth, was to die for our sins. The divine purpose of Jesus Christ was fulfilled in his death, burial, and resurrection. We know that the death of Christ is a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. Men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before uh, by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. We know that Jesus' death is the foundation to the Gospels and the fundamentals to Christianity in general. And it's where our salvation is found. Jesus' death was uh, necessary to, in order to atone for our sins. As well as for the whole world. It was necessary because of God's holiness. And it was necessary because of men's sinfulness. As a result of Christ's death, there is redemption for Sinners. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. The saints are sanctified through the blood of Christ. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Death is now defeated. Satan is no longer in, has power over death. And as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who has the power of death that the devil and that's over in Hebrews you know we know that, that Jesus will come again. I'll read to you First Thessalonians four thirteen through eighteen. But I do not want to be, but want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you, you sorrow, as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring him will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Friends, as I get ready to close, we know that Christ is going to take care of his people. We looked at just a little bit of what Jesus Christ is. We just... We didn't even touch the surface hardly of what Jesus Christ is. But you can research and you can do, uh, you can look up scripture and you can learn for yourself who Jesus Christ is. But one thing we did know, we did learn. Is we know that he is wonderful. We know he's a counselor. We know he's the mighty God. Our everlasting father. And the prince of peace. Friends, I hope you know Christ intimately, like that. I hope you know the Christ that that has been described here in this this really short uh, lesson. But you know what? You, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can, you can know it very easily. You can be assured of your salvation. The Bible tells us to make our callings and elections sure. We need to make sure we know that we're saved and on our way to heaven. You know, we don't we never know in the in the as first responders when we we'll respond to our last call. There's a lot of first responders out there that that died in the line of duty thinking. I'll be back to the station, you know, an hour or so. I'll be back and we'll continue this card game or we'll continue um, playing this video game. I know there was was times that when I was still on shift, you know, we'd be in the middle of, of playing a video game or something and we'd pause it. Okay, we'll be back in a little bit. You know, sometimes that's, that's not guaranteed. Your next breath is not guaranteed. Make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior. As I get ready to close, I'm going to uh, give you these study questions and I'm going to give you some scriptures that I want you to, to do some research on with yourself in your spare time. So first of all, why did Jesus have to die to pay the penalty for our sins? Think about that. Ponder on that a little while. And then number two, what is grace? And then number three, how should we live our lives after we commit our lives to Christ? As I get ready to close, um... You know, once we come to the an understanding of who Jesus Christ is, there's a lot of implications that uh, we must then become obedient to his teachings. Jesus answered and said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. That's in John fourteen twenty-three. As I close, I, I want to give you some, some consideration passages for study. Read through John chapter fourteen, verse fifteen. Luke six forty six. Matthew seven twenty one. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 5 through 9, 2 Thessalonians 1.8, and then read through the whole chapter of Ephesians 5. But friends, I come to you and I thank you again for listening to the podcast. But I do ask you, search your heart. Make sure that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you have questions about that, don't put it off. Contact me, contact Derek. We would love to talk to you. We would love to to see you um, make that commitment. To follow Christ. Like I tell people. When, I, when I'm when i talking to them about Jesus. It's not always easy. But it is 150% worth it. Guys y'all have a good night. Again if you need us. Don't hesitate to call or contact us. Y'all take care.